Hey, I'm Cameron. I'm Malcolm Jones. And welcome to the Land Cable Podcast, where we talk about all things gaming, mostly. Whether you're from PC or console, or from Steam or Epic, we got you covered with the latest news, and the latest topics, and the latest gaming mishaps. So plug in your keyboards, mouses, and even Steam controllers if you got them, because the Land Cable Podcast starts now. And welcome back, everybody, to the Land Cable Podcast. I'm Cameron. I'm Malcolm Jones. And we got a great show for you here today. We got a lot of topics to get through. So before we started to basically get into the show, we wanted to give you guys a heads up into what's going to happen and how we're going to release these shows. Um, Because recently we haven't uh, been really consistent due to uh, scheduling and personal issues uh in our private life so what we've decided what we're going to do is release an episode at least once a week so that once a week uh you guys will at least have one episode from the land cable podcast to watch um so it'll be once a week and we will try to definitely get as much information on the latest gaming news as possible so you guys will always have something to look forward to from the land cable land cable podcast um so definitely look forward to that. And we, we do apologize for, you know, taking so long to release a new episode. I mean, this, this COVID thing, man, this, 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 this whole COVID virus and, and working long hours is just, it's, it's, it's messing up everything. So we do apologize, but we do promise you that there will be an, uh, an episode at least once a week. And with that said, uh, let's get into the topic, the topic for today, uh, we got a lot. We got like eight, eight or nine topics here that we want to talk about. Uh, and before the show started, uh, Malcolm let me know that Mortal Kombat Aftermath is on sale, right? Yeah, no, that's right. It's on sale now. So if you actually have Mortal Kombat and the DLC and the, I, I guess the uh, the MK packs or the character packs, right? You can get Aftermath for twenty eight bucks. Which is the right price because we were doing the math and thirty was the right price. Forty was ridiculous, right? Because even if you charge every game or every character at five dollars, which is how it normally goes, so it's fifteen dollars for the characters and twenty dollars for the. Well, I guess I would say ten dollars for the the actual uh, DLC. Right. So that's still at twenty five dollars, but. If you want to make the argument, I mean, apparently the the DLC was well done, so twenty dollars for the story, I could do that. So that's thirty five. So and it was being sold for forty. So the fact that it's twenty eight bucks is pretty good. And you get everything. So is, yeah, you get everything. I mean, as long as you have all the previous DLC, you get everything. But even if you don't, I think it's only like it's forty one now. Yeah, forty one. It was normally there. like fifty, sixty, yeah. like that. So yeah, no, the the sale is going really good right now. Um, check your PlayStation sale. I don't. Obviously, this isn't the same for Xbox, and obviously, this isn't for PC either. Right. It's just for PlayStation. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely it's it's the right time to get it, and it's honestly the price is not going to get better than that. 
Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. If you, if you, if you were a person who hasn't played Mortal Kombat 11 before, or if you were a person who just got the basic game like myself and you want to uh, get all the extra DLC, the aftermath, the extra characters, uh, this is really a steal and you probably won't see it go down to this price for a while, if at all. So I would definitely say if you're a Mortal Kombat fan and you're thinking about getting into Mortal Kombat 11, this is the this is the best price to get it at and you get everything, absolutely everything uh that has come out for mortal kombat 11 um so and you have until august 5th august 5th to so get it for this price so not too long i mean we're recording it on the 27th of july so you know you got like a what a week and a half maybe uh yeah. before you know it's uh the sale and so yeah it go absolutely go out there and check it out uh and enjoy mortal kombat 11 i mean i enjoyed mortal kombat 11 it, it was uh it was really fun um a lot of aspects I, I really loved. I appreciate it, especially with the story. So, you know, for Mortal Kombat fans out there, definitely pick it up. But uh, moving on to the first topic of this evening, some some huge news uh, for me at least because I I I was actually shocked about this. Um, apparently, the rapper Logic has signed a seven-figure deal with Twitch to move into video game streaming. Uh, this article comes from Uprox, and it says, despite recently announcing that his next album, No Pressure, would be his last, it doesn't appear Logic will be hurting for cash as he retires from the rap game to focus on his family. Today, the rapper announced via a profile on The Verge that he signed an exclusive streaming deal with Twitch. Twitch has, of course, been lucrative for professional gamers and experienced some crossover with hip-hop as more and more rappers embrace streaming as an alternative revenue stream. Uh, so is he going, my, my question is this, so is he just going to be rapping on there or is he going to oh, legit be playing rap? It's just all video games, all video games. So, yeah. I mean, it's good. I mean, he's, he's taking a break from rap or he's retiring altogether. Um, and Twitch has, you know, Twitch has shown that it can be a valuable place for, you know, people who love gaming to make a living off of gaming, you know, if you have a, a huge following. So, um, I mean, good on him. My, my thing is the way the article makes it sound is that, you know, he, he wants to look at it as another means of employment. Uh, and in my mind, I would just think to myself, well, since you're retiring from rap, shouldn't you have enough money to live off of? Or is this just like not a side the, project? Not to live the lifestyle, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't just. Yeah, so he he's not comfortable. He can't live comfortably with the money he has now. No. Oh. Well, his version of comfortable, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Can't live yeah. that lavish lifestyle. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, that's that's cool. I mean, I'll I'll, uh, I'll definitely check him out on Twitch. Uh, you know, apparently he's gonna go live. Um, on Joe. Oh, so he's already. He's already, according to the article here, it says he's scheduled to live stream a certain number of hours a day on specific days, beginning Tuesday, July 21st. So this has obviously already happened where he'll premiere No Pressure ahead of its release on Friday. He goes live at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you know, so I, I plan on checking him out. You know, I mean, I, I want to see what kind of games he's into and if he's really a good gamer. I hope he just doesn't stick to sports games throughout the his entire streaming career. Uh, I hope he branches out. But uh, what do you think, uh, Malcolm? Yeah, no, I mean, I think this is great for him. I, I just, 
I don't know. I just the way I look at streamers now versus the way I looked at them back then has just changed drastically. Because mm-hmm. because oh, streamers back then actually started off trying to build up their following from the ground up. New streamers now are getting six, seven figure deals because they were popular in another medium and now they're jumping into this medium. Right, right. Which, yeah. you know, good for them. I mean, make your money. I get it. But I think that it, it hurts like people trying to like grow and build because you're like, oh, like people just jump in and just get it. Yeah, well, they don't have to grind. Like when when, when yeah. something like this happens, they don't have to grind as much because of their name, their notoriety. Um, you know, a lot of people move from YouTube and, and are famous on YouTube and then they can they can go to Twitch and easily gain that following and gain all the, like oh, yeah. like hundreds of thousands of, of, of followers and, yeah. and subscribers. And granted, they've earned that. Right. But it is a little weird to see them jump mediums. It'd be different. Like, all right, I rap on YouTube and now I rap on Twitch. Yeah. And now it's like, I rap on YouTube and now I game on Twitch. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so it's like it's just one of those things where yeah, and he's yeah. So I mean, I'm happy for him. Get your money. Uh, I hope you know he does a good job with his kid and everything. And I like him as a rapper and as a person, as an author. I liked his book Supermarket. Oh, okay. Really good. Uh, it was a new New York. It was on the New York times bestseller list it was number one for a couple weeks wow okay so yeah no yeah so he's no he's a great guy great guy all right well so, um i'll definitely, definitely have to look into the, that book um, yeah for sure yeah supermarket supermarket okay uh i know he's not the only one he's not the only celebrity that transitioned to no gaming. Brie larson did it with youtube yeah page wwe page did it um for those of you who are wwe fans she she does uh twitch streams and uh i think wasn't um i don't know if he's uh, on twitch jack black though he started a gaming channel on youtube yeah yeah jablinski jablinski yeah yeah so you know we're, we're seeing a lot of these celebrities transition from you know whatever they're famous for and whatever they normally do jack black actually retired from acting i think i don't know if that was official or not but that's what it sounded like he doesn't have to. He's making the money doing, you know, being at home, doing YouTube videos, gaming, being with his son and his family. I mean, it's a pretty good setup. And obviously now he's doing Psychonauts too. if you watch the the other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still busy working. Yeah. So he's having a, yeah, he's having a good time. Like, Jack Black just seems like a dude who's just living life, man. Like, he has the life I would love to live where I got all this money and I could just relax with my family, my kids. You know all that kind of stuff, or when I have kids. I but think like, he's still busy. Yeah, like, and he's still like, working. He is, yeah, but he doesn't have to struggle. He can he can take a uh, how many ever years off and just chill. He doesn't. It's not necessarily like he has to work and he has to grind. He can chillax and do what what he wants to do. He can have fun doing what he loves. That's um, true. And I know he's a he's the type of person who loves music and he loves video games. Um, you know so. Jack Black, you're the only person who who can give us the answer of where uh, Dead Island Two is. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, uh, it's um, you know, uh, if that's another week, because they probably know that they can make lots of money off of it. I mean, you got millionaires that have gotten that have bec- you got people who have become millionaires off of uh, um, Twitch and off of YouTube. So, um, you know, I'm I'm a <laughs> I'm trying to be one of those people, but it's 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 a ladder to climb. 
uh it's a huge ladder to climb because there's so much competition but um you know good on them good on them is there any celebrity out there who you would love to like see have like a twitch channel or like a youtube uh channel any celebrity no. out there not no. even not even tyrese no no <laughs> he's not hungry enough <laughs> hey he can he can have uh his that's a, that could be his twitch name not hungry enough yeah. not hungry enough too hungry we hungry too hungry too hungry, yeah. too hungry to quit <laughs> um but moving on uh to our next um uh, article here to our next topic uh world war z has added an update an update that i'm very very happy about because a lot of my friends have world war z on different platforms i have it on console i have other friends who have it on platforms PC. everyone got it for free on epic and cameron bought it on console that was the problem yeah, but by the time so by the time it was like the the sale like the free uh World War Z uh, by the time that was done on Epic, I was shit out of luck. But luckily World War Z was on sale on console and I was just so mad at myself and I'm just like, well damn, this would have been better to have on PC. But you know, I digress. It is what it oh, is. No, we got crossplay and that's all that matters. Yeah, we got cross crossplay support now. And there's a drone masterclass added to it for those of you who don't know what that is. It's basically this drone that can follow you now and it can be upgraded throughout the course of the game and it can help you fight zombies. It can help heal, uh, heal you and heal your teammates. It can even act as like a kamikaze thing where like it runs and it explodes and kills a whole bunch of zombies. So, I mean, I I'm just, I'm, I'm just glad for the crossplay support because now now that means that me and Malcolm can play World War Z and stream it and have loads of fun um, on it. And, you know, I, I've been meaning to play a zombie game with Malcolm. I mean, we have Left 4 Dead 2, but uh, I think World War Z has kind of taken that uh, Left 4 Dead, you know, three hunger and basically, you know, took over pretty much. So um, I'm excited. I'm just I'm just glad that there's cross play. Uh, and I'm glad they're adding more content to World War Z because I, I always, as I was playing the game, I always thought to myself, well, are they still, is this game still being supported? Or are they still adding things to it? Because uh, a lot of times when games come out, we just see developers not supported anymore and they just end support and then they come out with a sequel. But um, no, I think that this will be a game that will will keep updating i don't think they'll make a sequel though i just think that this is a game that'll just keep getting updated over the course uh of uh, over the years um do you see do you see it as, well, a, as they were a sequel? i mean that's what they were saying in the in their trailer that you know continuing on their promise of free content updates okay so i'm happy for that that they're making i didn't know it was free on that promise yeah yeah but, that was the big thing the the drones not you don't have to pay for that oh thank god yeah, no, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> I mean, I got the game for free, and I still wouldn't buy it. So, yeah. it's only it's if you really look at it, it's five maps. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I like, was hoping they'd add more, but you know. what's the thing? Left 4 Dead did the same shit. There was maybe six. Yeah, maybe. And they're like little mini campaigns, I guess you can argue. But you know, I don't know. For me, I guess that's why there's horde mode. And even in the trailer, they were saying that it's been very well received horde mode. 
Yeah. And I'd like to play it too. I haven't played it. I haven't played it either. The yeah, only that's horde mode I've ever play. loved was Gears. No one's ever done better than that. No, absolutely not. Yeah, Gears but had a fantastic a, horde mode. Be worth a, you know, at least checking it out at some point. Yeah, absolutely. But now that it's crossplay, then that's more reasonable now. Yeah, and that means that uh, there'll be more um, support all across, like the game as a whole, because like you can't, you don't have to say like, oh. There's like less players on this side, less players on that side. Now it's it's a whole collective, which is why I love crossplay in general. It's a whole collective now. Um, I wish more games would do crossplay, especially if it's multi-platform. Uh, Absolutely. It, 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 I mean, it's a, it should be a no-brainer that it should be crossplay. Now, I know a lot of times uh, developers and 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 uh, gaming companies like Sony, uh, particularly. They don't they're not fully committed to crossplay yet but they're trying they're starting to um but i do think that at this point in time when a game is multi-platform when it's coming to pc playstation 4 xbox it should definitely just automatically come with crossplay if it has multiplayer because it's just a no-brainer at this point i think that well it's complicated because like playstation didn't allow for that for a really long time right they were actually the ones holding it up for a while yeah but, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously crossplay is the way to go now. That's why I think this console war shit's over. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, the Xbox Game Showcase confirmed yeah. that, uh, that it's, you know, it's not about, it's not about the console wars anymore. It's, it's, that's, that's done. That's old. That's, uh, it's all about services and it's all about uh, being the Netflix of gaming, um, competing with Stadia. So, um but yeah, crossplay is is the way to go to me. Um, I hope more games utilize it in the future. Does Destiny? I mean, Destiny seems like a, a game title that could use it also. That that can use crossplay also. Well, it is free to play already, and right. that's there's no way they're gonna do that. It's hmm. it's the same reason that GTA is not crossplay. I mean, it's just there's just some things that aren't gonna happen. It's a money thing. Oh, okay, it's a whole money thing. Well, it's. <laughs> that's capitalism money first right well it's the same thing with warframes same with a lot of free-to-play games that are really good games too but they're just not it's not gonna happen so you're saying unless that unless it's so does it not have to be a free-to-play game for it to be cross-play or does it have to be a game well, i'm saying be... even free-to-plays aren't cross-play okay is what i'm saying okay yeah. so like even if i mean and destiny is considered free-to-play now Yes, yes, it is. Consider. It is considered, consider, but is it really? I don't, I don't consider <laughs> it because I have to pay for it, but you know, it's whatever. That's why I'm waiting for three. Or <laughs> if the DLC wants to be free at some point, fine. But that's kind of it. Well, it is, isn't it? Isn't the expansions going to be free? Game Pass. Yeah. Ultimate. Oh my god. I forgot about that already. That's the. I mean, there's different tiers, and that's the difference between Game Pass and Netflix. Netflix only has one thing. You you have one subscription. With Game Pass, they got all these different tiers. There's you literally get... two. Oh, okay. I thought there was three. No. Uh, well, three. There's Xbox Live. There's a, yeah. There's Xbox Live Gold, and then there's uh, Game Pass. And then there's Game Pass Ultimate, which comes with Xbox Live. Yeah. And then there's Beta PC Game Pass. Okay. But there's only really two in the Game Pass category. There's only two. Okay. All right. All right. That makes sense. Well, all right. Uh, 
so yeah if you haven't played world war z i definitely recommend it i didn't think i was going to have as much fun as i did with world war z but it is a very very fun game i can only imagine how fun it is when you play with friends uh and especially now you'll be able to play with friends with cross-platform so definitely definitely very excited for that now Moving on to the next topic here, we got God of War 5. This is a rumor, by the way. Apparently, God of War 5 is going to have a Rumor has it. Rumor has it. That God of War uh, PS5 reveals coming soon. Now, I don't know if this is the sequel to God of War. Or is this just the... Oh, no, it is. There is no way it's anything else. No, that's that's what it has to be. Because remember, I think it came out in... Is 18, right? 18. Yeah, 18 sounds right. It's then it's possible. There's been enough time they went heavy. They even like teased it in God of War. So, I mean, it's very possible that It's quite clear I that mean, they I, already know I, the trajectory in terms of the I story. I kind of doubt 2020. 2021 I could see. I see 2022. But 2020, yes, that's rough. I don't know about. It. Nah. No, 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 no. They'll probably an- at at l- most it. They'll announce it in 2020. I doubt it. I really think this game will probably get announced in 2021 and come out in 2022. Uh, but I mean, I'm not going to get my hopes up because it could just as easily be uh, God of War being upgraded to PlayStation 5, you know, uh, getting like a not a remaster, but like a uh, what's it called? Um, and a, not a reboot, but like a, a texture upgrade, kind of. Oh, a re-release. Yeah, re-release. An HD patch-up. Yeah, an HD patch-up for it to be, you know, run at a certain frames, HD patch-up, um, all that kind of stuff, because... Um, you could be looking as good as Arkham City. <laughs> well, I think... Rumor uh, has it. Rumor has it. We're, we should add that to, like, the rumor part of the show, like, and add... <laughs> Just be like rumor has it. Um, but yeah, I mean, God of War is a fantastic game. I think it's a little bit soon for it to. So I'm gonna say this because I know I have a friend listening. I'm gonna say this once, and I don't know if it'll cause a fight, but this is what's gonna happen. I have a friend out there who thinks Last of Us Part Two is a ten. I'm not going to say your name, but what I am gonna say is if you want to look at what a 10 is, that's God of War. That's a 10. Oh, a perfect 10, like, game? There is no perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is near perfect, and that is God of War. Mm-hmm. That is all I will say on that. Uh, and, I, and I await your call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be at the phone line waiting. Um, that's funny. Um, no, apparently... Um, the game is going to be revealed at a PlayStation event in August, August 6th to be exact. They're saying that there's going to be a PlayStation event in August, which again is another rumor. Um, it's very much possible. I mean, we are getting closer and closer to November. So Sony and Microsoft are going to have to and start we're getting closer, closer to pre-order. Yeah. So they're going to have to start ramping up the, the hype and showing off the games and showing off that price. I well, do I think they've done that. It's just the price. We're waiting right. on a price or waiting on a pre-order date. Okay. Now, let me a lot ask of rumors you... about the pre-order coming out soon. Right. And I've already been, uh, from what I've looked at, the pre-orders will be available through, this is what I know for sure, Amazon, Walmart, 
and I would assume Target and Best Buy. Yeah, I would yeah, assume, yeah. that makes sense. They go hand in hand, yeah. So yeah, so for sure those are the places you can get it. The reason we why we all want to know the dates of that is because I think a lot of people want to get it on Amazon. If I were to get it, and I'm not saying that's what's happening, I would want it on Amazon. I don't want to go to any store during this bullshit, <laughs> especially for something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this will be GameStop's last console. So ain't that crazy? You know, ain't that crazy, right? Well, I've already said GameStop ain't surviving this pandemic. Um, you know, well, it ain't. Yeah, it was already it was open. already going bust before this damn pandemic. Well, not even that. They were trying to say they were essential. Oh my god, that was hilarious. That was that's, oh that's my god. One, and I guess I've not said this on the podcast before. I am actually a former employee of GameStop and have not been fired. I just was let go because they didn't have any positions left. But that's not the point. And trust me when I say there is nothing essential about <laughs> GameStop. <laughs> now, curbside pickup? Sure. Right. You can make there an argument no damn for that. There is reason you need to be in that store. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna state that. I'll just state that. I'm stating the facts. Right. Um, let me ask you this: Do you which company do you think will reveal the price of their console first? I think it'll be PlayStation. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think PlayStation's gonna would. I really doubt the price or the. <sighs> Wait, who reveals the price first? Yeah, who reveals the price first? PlayStation. I mean, the price I mean, uh, Sony or Microsoft. Been, well, the price has arguably arguably been leaked already, so that's. But it's not confirmed. Official? Like I'm talking about when Sony when we see something the and then it has the Sony logo. Sony does a presentation and they show the console and then next to it the price is revealed. Who do you yeah. think is going to do that first? Is it going to be Microsoft or is it going to be uh, Sony? Because well, it's going to be Microsoft. You think so, huh? Well, they've been playing that game the whole time. Because I think what Sony wants to do, because Microsoft has already kind of put them in a weird position, at least from a price perspective, because mm-hmm. they basically said, oh, yeah, I know my console is more expensive than you, but I made a console cheaper than yours that's stronger than yours for less money. Yeah. So I think they need to see what that is before they can say anything, because if their console that that's cheaper and more powerful than the PlayStation 5 costs more than that that's gonna be a problem for them so i need i think they're really trying to gauge what that looks like because i'm guessing this console this secondary console that xbox is coming out with is going to be like 350 400 what the digital version the xbox there is no digital version for the xbox oh oh the playstation for sure no 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 it was supposed to be less powerful oh okay all right yeah it's different yeah no yeah they don't have a digital console playstation the only one doing that right now I again I don't see I don't see that shit being more than like But I think the way they do it and this is why they're doing it. They're gonna be like, oh shit, okay. Price wise, I don't think we can really compete with the cheaper one. Mm-hmm. But the way they're gonna do it is alright, God of War five, December eighteenth. Bundle. <laughs> Bundle. Be like, oh shit. <laughs> Guess who's getting that now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all about the exclusives, what comes, comes out. out of the left, I mean, out of nowhere. I mean, that'd yeah. be huge. Yeah, but I doubt that's that's going to happen. Um, hey, if they just do that thing where they were like, you can pre-order Metal Gear Solid 5 with the 
purchase of a PS5. That's good enough for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think that PlayStation... I think PlayStation will be their next conference. I think they're going to reveal that price. And I obviously think that the, that's why they pushed it. Yeah. The digital version is going to be cheaper than the disc version, which I do still plan on getting the digital version. Uh, Well, I think they were saying the rumor right now was five 29 for digital. And then six, like 600 or six thirty. Okay. For the yeah, I think somebody I think it's like five thirty and then six. Okay. Or or maybe eight months. Well, whatever. Somewhere in the five hundreds. But oh. yeah, it's still expensive. But it's you know. Okay. It's so expensive. <laughs> well, God of War PS Five reveal. Uh, as it stands, I don't. It'll probably be teased, but it won't. You won't get no gameplay. I mean, they're saying the rumor is that it's gonna look photo realistic i don't know about to show game just show a game. title <laughs> they don't need to do that this is how they do it you see well never mind no i'm gonna keep that myself that one's too good well actually no fuck that so basically i was i was thinking hearing like thunder and then you see the new title for the new god of war and, and then it like says 2021 or some shit. Yeah, or whatever it says. Yeah, and I think that's how you do it. That's how you end the conference. That reminds me of um, the Halo 4 reveal when we didn't know what it was, but all you saw was like Cortana screaming for Chief, and then he leaves like the ship or whatever, and then he's going into like this this like machine, and then it just says Halo 4, and then it says Holiday 20. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I think that was in the opening of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So no, that was ended up being pretty cool. Okay. But yeah, I know. So, but uh, with that, I mean, we'll wait and we'll we'll have to wait and see, guys. It's I a mean, wait and see. Kind it's of a, a wait and see kind of a thing. I'm I'm just I just first of, I want to see if this PlayStation Five event is even happening in August. I mean, something has to happen in August. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see on that. But moving on to the next topic. Uh, and I'll actually lead on to the next topic. Uh, so yeah, some, you're going to have to do real, it. <laughs> so, so something really cool actually happened. So we've been on like, I guess like a two-week hiatus in a sense. Yeah. So during this two-week hiatus, I made sure because we were you know, having issues or whatever, uh, that I bucked up on some games to finish for this podcast. I actually have four at this time of taping. In that two weeks. Done. In two weeks. We got my friend Pedro, After Party, Shadow Warrior 2, and Far Cry 3 Classic. All four games have been completed. Oh, you I didn't know you finished. Wait, I forgot you said you finished Far Cry 3. Yeah. Right. Awesome. So by this yeah, so by the saving four of these games have been completed. My friend Pedro, which is actually being adapted into a TV show as we speak, which is really interesting. Nice. Uh without doing any spoilers, because I'm trying to make these all non-spoiler reviews. Uh, basically, my friend Pedro is a. I don't know if anyone's played Shadow Complex, but if you played Shadow Complex, it's like Shadow Complex. It's a run and gun, uh, no no uh, vocal dialogue, just kind of like run and shoot kind of a game where you point the controller or point the mouse right. and move the analog sticks. And the cool thing about this is you can actually split your shooting. So, for instance, like let's say you have two pistols, you shoot one pistol right, one pistol left, and it'll lock on to like one target, and then you can move the other with your mouse. 
Oh shit. So from a gameplay perspective, it is fun as hell. Your best friend is a banana, a talking banana. That's And about I think right. the craziest piece of the whole game is it's actually kind of deep. And it ends with a cliffhanger. That's kind of crazy. So the game's a lot of fun. Like a lot more fun than you think it is. I mean, I definitely recommend anyone to play it. I think the game's normally like 20 bucks. Oh, that's actually Xbox a good price. Game, but if you have Xbox Game Pass, that's the best way to do it, at least for me. Uh, I'll move to Shadow Warrior 2. What can I say? You mess with the bull, you get the wang. That's <laughs> a quote from the game. You, mess- but- <laughs> you get the wang. Oh, my God. So, yeah. No, it's it has all that sense of humor, dirty sense of humor. It's hilarious. The gameplay is fun. It is a hack and slash. I mean, it is just... I don't know. If you've played Shadow Warrior, the original, you'll know, like, the game has so much heart. Even though, like, it's a lot of it's just about making fun of people and chopping people up. Right. And I think one of the funniest things about this game is this, there's fortune cookies in this game. And they all have little sayings, of this, and they're all freaking hilarious. I think it's like, error 404 not found, or, or error file 404 <laughs> not found. Right. So, it, yeah. So, it's a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of that type of sense of humor. And I think there was a mission, it was a side mission, it's not too much of a spoiler, but you basically have to destroy all these porn tapes of a goddess. Like, porn that's a genuine a mission. That's a genuine mission in this game. A goddess has porn tapes. Yep. Right. Shadow Warrior. And, right. if, and if you saw the Devolver Expo or Devolver uh, uh, Showcase, obviously we have a Shadow Warrior 3 uh, is already been past development and coming out, I think, 2021 or something like that. So that's a lot to look forward to, but Shadow Warrior 2 is just 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 improves upon what Shadow Warrior did. And without spoiling anything, right. it is just a non-stop joy ride that you will have hours of endless, mindless fun. And yet there's still heart to it. Still. That's the key. Which is crazy for a game like that. So that's that's what I'll say on that. Uh, Far Cry 3 Classic, obviously, it's kind of like an HD texture pack put on Far Cry 3. Uh, it's a it's a it's fun to go back for right. sure because Far Cry 3 arguably was the best Far Cry. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it's just one of those things where like it it was one of the few Far Cry's that had nudity. Which I guess isn't important, but it was one of the things that I remember yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, but it was different. important for the character and the tribe. Oh no, it was. It was. It was yeah. a very native and tribal uh, styled game, so that was nice. It it had a lot to do with like belonging and being a part of a people, and you know, especially being an outsider, being an American, right? And like basically, the game tries to turn you away from your friends and family. And yeah. at the end of the game kind of gives you a decision whether to stay with them or go with the natives. And the game gives you a choice, which is great. But the game gives you a choice where you got a knife to your girlfriend's throat. Yeah. And never going to forget that. <laughs> <laughs> that was... No one was expecting that. No. Because you were actually like... Kill, you were in like a psychedelic trance, and there's a lot of psychedelic trances in that game. Yeah. Uh, which is honestly one of the most interesting parts about it, especially Voss, which is arguably one of the best 
video game villains we've ever had. Absolutely. He's my, he's that, my favorite. He's not even the main villain of the game, which yeah. that's crazy <laughs> all on its own. Yeah. And I was able to confirm or reconfirm for myself that he asked you uh, what the definition of insanity is three times. <laughs> because he himself is so insane. Even, so even he plays by the rule of threes. Yeah. The, the point of that. So that, that's just great on its own. Uh, but yeah, no, that's definitely, I would recommend playing through that. Uh, if the sale's still going on, it's only $3 on console and on PC. So that's a steal. Especially to play like an HD retextured pack of it. Oh, hell yeah. The game is still a little bit clunky when it comes to driving, but that's just how the game was, and that's part of the charm. Right. Well, yeah, no, definitely would recommend a playthrough of that if you get a chance. And the final game, honestly, was After, after Party, a game that I really wanted to play. It's a an indie game that really... Uh, it's literally about you and your best friend dying and going to hell and trying to get out of hell. Sounds like Bill and Ted. <laughs> it, it does, but I think, man, that's what's crazy. It's just, it's really, it's deep. It's really thought-provoking. Um, it deals with the concept of not just dying, but dying with somebody else and being connected in death. Ooh, that is interesting. Which is not really done a lot. And it really took an interesting spin on how hell works. And the, uh, the the main point of the game was, because it's called After Party, it's all about drinking. So alcohol has a very big presence in the game. Because I, I was really confused at that. Like, how does that work as a video game, a drinking game? And the way they did it was they have different types of alcohol that affects uh, your dialogue options. Hmm. So they have, they have they have drinks that make you talk like a mob boss. They have drinks that make you really knowledgeable about sports. Right. They have, they have a drink called literally acid, <laughs> which is basically just like popping a bunch of acid. <laughs> yeah. So that's funny. It's, uh, yeah. So the game is, you know, very meta. They have a lot of uh, references to second playthroughs and breaking the fourth wall, whereas in Robot Chicken, breaking the fifth wall. So it, it is a it is a game that's worth multiple playthroughs. And is a near perfect game, and the only game I'll actually give a a score for today, which is definitely a nine point five, which is wow, really, really really high. And it's a game I've been really wanting to play, and I've been really hesitant to finish. And now that I've finished it, I only have one problem. And that's the only reason why I got a point five reduction. But when I really thought of it, like that's not a big deal, right? So like point five is all it got off. Is... Gameplay is good, very simple, very eloquent, dialogue-driven. Okay. And realizing how many options there were and how many playthroughs is worth in that game. There's at least two or three playthroughs worth of content, which is great. Can't always say that. Okay. Maybe even four, actually. Would you say it's your favorite one out of all the games you finished in those two weeks? Um, For a while, it was Shadow Warrior 2 was my favorite favorite right but for an indie studio it's it's my favorite indie game i played okay but yeah i would say shadow warrior 2 is still my favorite of the play it's always so weird because shadow warrior like i always want to give a 10 but like it's just such a weird like i'm not measuring it against anything else 
Right. It's just because, like, the whole experience is great. Like, as a hack-and-slash first-person shooter that apparently had co-op, and I don't know how to exactly... I, I didn't try co-op with it. If it got co-op, probably a 10 no matter what. But, yeah, it's just... It's one of those things, man. Like, all these games are really great and phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But for an indie studio to really, like, be punching up... Because it, it came to PlayStation first, and then it went on Epic, and that's, like, it. I think it might be on the Xbox Store. But for all I know right now, it's not even on Steam. Like, this game isn't everywhere. So it's a, it's a rare gem is what I'm gathering. Absolutely. And it was definitely a risk, the type of game. And it's a, it's a $20 title, so it's not too expensive. Right. But I was hesitant because there wasn't really a lot, at least from the developers, really exploring and explaining, like, how everything... Not how everything works, but, like, how in-depth and interesting the game really goes right the trailer was just basically like them sitting at a bar going like so how did we get here again and the game is not like that at all the game is reflective just like um an until dawn game oh okay reflective of your choices which i did not expect uh i guess the only ish spoiler i'll give you is you have a personal demon which was an interesting concept for being in hell. Uh-huh. And basically this personal demon is is just there to make your day a little bit worse. Oh, so like uh like uh like in Big Mouth when you have your uh what's it hormone monster? Well, yeah, I mean I I would say that's more positive negative, but this one's just negative. Oh shit. Like they're just trying to bring you down. And what's funny is uh you meet your personal demon on their first day of work ever. Damn. So they're really excited. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm funny. excited about this. I'm definitely going to have to check out this after party. Uh, so I would highly yeah. recommend after party. It is yeah. a nonstop party that you can't stop playing. And <laughs> that is need awesome. To play multiple times. What a, what a, what a, what a tagline. A nonstop party that you can't stop playing. Oh, that's dope. That's a, that's a, you just came up with that. That's, that's a great sell. That's a great sell. I mean, out of, uh, it's so refreshing to see a lot of indie game, game uh, a lot of indie companies put so much effort into these games and basically give us so much original content that a lot of uh, bigger com- uh, game companies can't give us. You know, in a, in a, in a especially when it comes to ri- originality. Um, you know, we uh, we live in a world where we're so used to seeing the same thing over and over again, whether it's a remaster or remake or um, a spinoff. And it's so refreshing to see an indie developer come in and give us something original um, and something so fun and interesting and that's self-reflective, like you said. So, wow, that's that's incredibly dope. That is incredibly dope. Um, I'm going to definitely – you definitely sold me on wanting to check it out. I, I will say that. Yeah, because well, that was the funny thing because I don't know – I think I was talking to you about it and with another friend of mine about it that my friend was like, why don't you just buy it for $20 if you love it so much? And I'll be honest, I waited for a sale. Because, like I said, there was nothing out there to really show me how great this game was. And I didn't really want to read a review. I really wanted Absolutely. to experience it. Because even even you know, even me explaining it, it doesn't do it justice. Like, I only wanted to tell you about the personal demon. There is so much more than that. Okay. So much more. And it's just, there aren't a lot of games that pull that off. 
and take the time to really be a story dialogue driven game. So gameplay is a factor, but really it's the dialogue options that nail it. And obviously, and the and the coolest part is like the aesthetic. Like you're looking at dive bars in hell. That's like that's that's right, exactly. And the cool thing is like you have a club scene in hell, and you have clubs where like um they will just be straight up serial killers having a birthday party. Oh my god. And you don't know they're serial killers until like ten minutes later. They're like, wait, that's Jack the Ripper? What it's the not hell? Jack the Ripper, it's like the example. But, but you're yeah. giving an example, okay. Yeah, like you'll just be like, Oh, that guy was pretty cool, and then you'll realize like, oh, oh, because you're in hell, right? <laughs> and then you also realize not everyone in hell is a bad person, and some people are actually condemned there for the wrong reason. Fuck. And the final thing that I'll say about this game is you have an option to ask a couple of people in hell, I won't say who they are, uh, why are, why am I in hell? Or why are we in hell? Because they're connected. And the answer was so perfect that I'll just give you like a brief preview of what it is. Or okay. like more like a summary of what it was. It was basically, they gave a story about a man who lived this life will die at age 85. And he will right. come to hell and he will ask me the same question you asked me. And the question isn't, why am I in hell? The question is, what did you do to not be in hell? Mm. And that's, that was it. And that, that is was deep. shit. And I thought that was really impactful, really meaningful. And a lot of games don't take the time to really dish out that kind of... Um, sensibility when it comes to living a good life versus living a life right because sometimes you think you're doing the thing you're doing things for the right reason but sometimes you're just doing things because you think it's the right thing to do not because it's absolutely for you. right so a lot of it's more mentality like if you're doing all these things to not be in hell then what are you doing to not like if you're doing all these things to not go to hell what are you doing to go to heaven in ah, the concept of okay. the game, right? So it's a very so, thought-provoking game. Exactly. And it's a game that I took a pause on for a while and like took me a week or two to get back into because I really wanted to be in the right mindset. And trust me, there is not a game you're going to play, even on my list right here, that's going to make you think more about that. Like, uh, Well, not the concept of death, but really think about your life and your choices. Right. And after Party, which is a fucking drinking game, by the way. Like this, just that's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm definitely glad you 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 sold me on it, man. Like, I'm after after the podcast, I'm definitely gonna check that out and check out uh, After Party because I'm I'm very curious. I love thought provoking games, and it seems like uh, that game is very thought provoking and yeah, it'd be and a fun game to stream. I think it'd be a great game to like play together with another person. Okay, like kind of like couch co op or. Uh, now couch co-op because it's kind of like a uh, well, it's not like a Telltale game, but think of it in the sense of like there are choices, mm -hmm. and you could kind of like pick what choice works best. Okay, okay, I see. What At you least mean. in your scenario. All right, 
absolutely no I, I i get what you mean well there you go after party guys check it out check it out it's it's definitely it's definitely a game that's got me intrigued and i'm sure you know if you're into thought-provoking games it's definitely got you intrigued as well so go ahead and check that out and speaking of games speaking of games to go check out uh sony has announced that call of duty modern warfare 2 they've announced their uh game uh what is it uh playstation plus games for, for august. august yeah, yeah. And uh, we got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered, and we got Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Now, I don't know what the latter is, but I do know what the former is, uh, Modern Warfare 2 campaign, um, which I a lot of people say that Modern Warfare 2 was the best one out of the three. Uh, oh, the I, Modern Warfare series? Uh, you could definitely make that argument. Is I that mean, the one that had no Russian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, it was one. definitely no, it's, controversial. It's, it's, I guess the problem for me is like my first Call of Duty was four, right? So like it's hard to not go with the oh original, Call of Duty like ever, it. yeah. It was my oh, first one ever. Oh wow, yeah. interesting. And actually, and it's funny because I was uh, I was a kid when I played it, and I actually spent so when I was a kid I went to Dave and Buster's a lot for my birthday, so I saved all my points. And when I was like I don't know maybe sixteen, fifteen, I don't even remember how old I was. Uh, I I put in all my points and bought Call of Duty Four. I see. I actually bought it with the credits I've saved up, growing up at Dave and Buster's. Right. So like, it's always going to be a staple. But I even play COD Four multiplayer even to this day because they obviously remastered that too. Right. And I still like Modern Warfare Two multiplayer better. There's not even a question. Because Rust is just such a fun map. Oh, and, maybe, yeah. and, and I get people don't like it and whatever, and I get it. It's just like back in the day, it was just there was a whole. I mean, there, no, yeah, of course there was a community, but there was something about the feeling in the air of playing Modern Warfare Two. I think it was the first game I ever bought DLCs for, right? For like like a multiplayer experience DLCs. So like that was new. So there were a lot of new and firsts with Modern Warfare Two. So. Okay. The fact that this is a free game for Plus is just amazing. Oh, absolutely. And it wasn't too expensive anyway, so I'm glad it is. Right. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I'll be I'll definitely be picking that up. Um <clears throat> I enjoyed Modern Warfare 2's campaign. It was it was really fun. It was really edgy, you know, playing that as a young guy and you know, that no Russian mission, man. I mean, that was just an insane mission, uh, what you were capable of doing in that game. Um, but, uh, you know, so definitely check that out. If you, if you're a fan of modern warfare, if you're a fan of call of duty and you want to get the remastered, it's going to be free, uh, in August, but, uh, moving on here, we oh, got, sorry. Really oh, go ahead. This is actually important. Oh, and not that this isn't important. Of course, uh, game zone just, uh, just put up an article and it's about, <laughs> it's about a game from the, uh, the conference we just watched. Um, Xbox avowed. game showcase. It's about avowed. Yeah, what about what happened? It apparently will be larger than Skyrim. What? And Skyrim's huge. It is. That map is huge. It's arguably uh I don't know if it's bigger than Fallout 4's map, but it's 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 massive. It's so that's bigger than so it's a new Skyrim? insider league. Um although that's this breaking game, news, right? Breaking yeah, it's breaking news. news. Yeah. So the coolest thing about it is so I didn't even know this. Uh, apparently we're not getting this game till like 2022 or 2023. So that's important to note. But, I mean, I'm very excited. I'm willing to wait. Be, it doesn't matter to me. 
Well, the funny thing is it'll probably come out alongside of Argonia, which is the new Elder Scrolls game, because we don't know when that game's coming out either. So, right. so yeah, so there'll actually be some competition for that style of game in 2022, 2023, but that is a very big statement to be like, I'm going to be bigger than Skyrim. Right. That's that's no joke. That's a statement, and they and I'm sure they'll stick to it. I'm sure it's it's a the statement for Skyrim is it is a ten year game. It has survived ten years, have been resold for ten years, and patched and updated and modded and everything. So if right. it's bigger than Skyrim, in the sense of just scope, I also I hope it's in uh, in relevance as well. And finally, Bethesda can stop feeling so comfortable. Right. Because they've been so comfortable that Fallout 4 isn't even as good as an older game. So that's not good. Well, well Skyrim still stole the test of time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's last at the test of time. Um, still a great game. I mean, like I said, what we've seen from, from, from that game, I mean, it was very little, but it had an impact and it makes me very excited for, you know, what what that game is eventually going to become. Uh, so I'm I'm very... Very, very excited for it, um, you know, because if if, if 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 that's true, that's a bold statement to make, and that's a huge claim to make, and hopefully they can deliver, um, but we'll have to wait and see in 2022, 2023. But uh, moving on here, um, we got the actor who's going to play Miles Morales. Now, I'm going to try this. I, I, I tried to say his name before the stream. We're going to see if I can get it right here. Uh, Najai Jetter? Did I say it wrong? Did I say did I say it wrong, Malcolm? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Right. Well, you say it. <laughs> it's a Naja Jeter. Jeter. Okay. He posts a performance uh, capture image of him, you know, performance capture for the Miles Morales game. And he basically said to become a character so impactful means the world to me. The story of Miles is what this generation and the next need. I just think the heavens above for blessing me with the opportunity and responsibility to bring him to life. Um, I think this guy's going to definitely deliver on the character of Miles Morales, uh, you know, from what we saw in the oh, trailer. He nailed Miles before he was even Miles before he was even spider-man yeah 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 he nailed them as a character in the first game yeah yeah yeah. so i have no doubt that he'll he'll deliver as the spider-man miles morales yeah yeah and um you know one of the things that i'll say about the miles morales game is that and i'm pretty sure you'll agree with this malcolm is that as a as an african-american it had such a huge impact on me to finally be able to play as a hero, a superhero, um, playing as Miles Morales, uh, 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 a mixed, uh, he's half black, half Hispanic uh, man. Um, but it, it's it's really exciting because we don't have a lot of African-American men, male main characters in video gaming, um, unless we, you know, are creating our own characters and custom character creations or something like that but i'm talking about from its from its inception uh having a there isn't a blade video game yeah not that i know of no yeah i don't think there is so he actually would be the first but the problem with that is it's still considered a standalone it really looks like a standalone expansion right so it's not unfortunately a full game so we're still still climbing we're still well, climbing okay. the ladder, but I you know, I do think your uh, your brilliant is the black average. So yeah, we'll get there. 
yeah, I think we'll definitely get there, especially with the you know with the way things are going right now. I'm I'm definitely I definitely think if we see these developers talking about um, you know coming out in, in support of, of of causes and and talking about diversity, I do hope that they'll put their money where their where their mouth is and actually introduce diverse characters um, into these games um, and not just do it in a way that's just you know for pander like actually write a good character uh you know and just write it how how you would a, a, a any other character out there so i'm i'm really excited for this guy i i hope i know he's going to deliver um you know congrats to him on the having the opportunity to you know have his own standalone game and hopefully be able to continue the role of spider-man miles morales in spider-man 2 in the sequel um you know so nope. Couldn't be prouder. Couldn't be happier for him. Exactly. He's doing. He's doing the black community proud. He cares. He's even expressing it yep. when he doesn't have to. Exactly. Because just the fact that he's made it and making it quality is enough for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I and I would argue the black community, but the fact that he's humble enough to even come out and say that as well—that's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. So good luck to you, man. Good luck to you, and I look forward to seeing your performance in Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, moving on to the next topic, uh, uh, this next topic is also a, I guess you could call it a rumor slash leak, uh, the title for the next Call of Duty game in the Black Ops series is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and apparently it was leaked on a Doritos, um, bag, uh, and I've also heard rumors that it's, that Mason is not going to be the main character uh as uh, as he was in previous games it's going to be an entirely um it's going to be an, a new yeah, character, character a new character yeah. so um black ops cold war i mean i i don't okay i'm not <laughs> i'm not uh, yeah i'm just uh, all right like i'm not ex i'm not excited I mean, hey, it's it's already a step in the right direction because there's a campaign right so they're already doing something right Right. If anyone remembers Black Ops 4, they got rid of the campaign and basically just expanded on the multiplayer. And everyone loved Black Ops 4, right? Uh, oh, what? Oh, oh, no? No, okay. I'm not, not oh, me. Okay. I mean, they, it was the first time they I had I had friends who bought that game and like bought all the DLCs and expansions and stuff. And they tell me I'm not allowed to talk about Black Ops 4 in front of them. Well, that just oh, really? tells you a lot. Really? Yeah, because they're frustrated. Yeah. Black Ops 4? Are you kidding me? Could you imagine playing a playing Black Ops like you would play Destiny? No. Just think no. about that for a second. The only the only thing about Black Ops I played was the Battle Royale thing. You know, that was that was pretty much it. I didn't I didn't really venture off and do anything else. I mean the multiplayer was okay, but it wasn't anything groundbreaking, you know, so uh I only got Black Ops for the for the battle royale aspect to it and then modern warfare did a better job of it uh, in my opinion so uh Absolutely. they did they did it better and they did it for free yeah and yeah. i didn't have to pay for it and i got to play it so that's a big deal yeah so uh you know cold war i'm interested not not really um i'm interested Tell in me seeing the story that, yeah if they if they can if they can deliver on a good story, I'm with them. Yeah. If you but I will never buy a Black Ops without a campaign. I made that very clear. <laughs> I bought Black Ops 3, and I didn't even think the story was amazing, but I played it and played the zombie version of it. Wow. But I really bought it for zombies. That's what I bought it for. And 
there will be zombies in this one. That's been semi-confirmed, at least. Right. I think it might be. Real yeah, real the better. Black Ops games always have zombies. In yeah, some so it'll be interesting to see seeing a Cold War aspect of zombies. So that'll be. I'm curious what that'll look like. And I wonder if they'll implement that into the battle royale oh, aspect God. to it. I don't know, That'd man. You awful. never know. Uh, well, well, battle royale with zombies. You yeah. do realize what that would be, right? It would basically be a massive map with, like, let's just say a hundred people, right? And then there's just zombies around. Yeah, that's the added How aspect to it. Well, it's How an added better? aspect. It, it it makes it to where, well, it it changes up battle royale a little bit because now you're not just worried about. Does it really? Because now you have an ammo issue. Well, that that's what makes it more challenging. Again, it would just be a mode. I'm not saying that the entire just, battle royale would have to be that. It would be like a mode. Like a, well, it'd be a mode, but it wouldn't work as a battle royale. The problem is, in battle royale, we're talking like a lot of people in a very large space. If you have a very large space and a lot of people, then you're going to see the zombies coming from a mile away. So basically, everyone would start the match shooting. Yeah. But everyone starts the match with no guns, usually. Except in COD, you start with a gun, I guess. Right. A pistol. So you'd be out of ammo in the first five minutes if you lived that long. But that's, I don't know. I just, I guess that's I just like the yeah. challenge aspect to it. No, I, I like that's... the challenge aspect, but zombies doesn't work in an open world format unless it's like World War Z, where the zombies are fast as shit and there's like hundreds of them a wave. And like yeah. that's like a short wave, like a quarter right. wave is a hundred. Right. You know, like but totally uh, it was like almost a thousand in World War Z. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so, and that's not even big map. No, not at all. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, think of how many you would you would need. Uh, uh, there was there was an exclusive game that came to PlayStation. It was Zombies, but it was uh, oh Days Gone. Right, and I played Days Gone. Funny enough, uh, it would have to be Days Gone or ridiculous. But even Days Gone. That's a single player game. So imagine how many more you would need to warrant multiplayer. Right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, we'll see what they do. I hope that they do something interesting with, uh, you know, Battle Royale because I'm just tired of the same formula. I just want there to be like a shakeup in the Battle Royale genre. Um, You know, so we'll have to wait and see. Call of Duty. But I mean, I just have to see a trailer. I mean, I'm not going to get excited, nor am I going to shit on the game until I see a trailer because. You know, yeah, Black, no, I'm, I'm, it's a wait and see for me. It's a wait and see, absolutely. Um, you know, but uh, what's not a wait and see anytime soon is Ubisoft uh, and their price range for their next gen games. Now, Ubisoft has come out and they've said that they're not raising the price on any of their 2020 next gen games. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't change that in 2021, 2022. That just means as far as this year goes, and there's not much left, <laughs> you know, in this year that they're not going to charge you $70 for uh for 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 a game. Um, that's right. They will only charge you $120 for the ultimate edition. And that's how they do it. <laughs> Capitalism, baby. You know, it's it's that's just how they it works. They too hungry. <laughs> they should have Tyrese as their spokesperson. Um yeah, really. uh yeah, so I mean, look I'm not I'm not even too excited about this because at the end of the day they can always go back on this and then raise the prices in 2021. Let there be a like w- with the next um I don't know. Watch Dogs the next Watch Dogs game isn't coming out in 2020, is it? Legion? 
course yeah. it is. Oh, it's okay. Well, at least I thought it was. That's I'll tell you this: though. Skull you got and... delayed again. No, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> no, think I'm so. Uh, Skull and Bones will definitely cost seventy dollars. You mark my words. That game is going to cost seventy dollars when that it. game is that. finally released. They want to make it battle royale with pirates. I'm out. And they wanted to make it a live service, so. Yeah, no, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, they ruined. And I can't even get off the damn ship, and I have to stay on the damn ship. And I, no, I can't sword fight, and I'm a pirate. Get the fuck out of here. Um, you know, so Ubisoft. I mean, again, what I, these prices are going to be uh, raised regardless, as the cost of it takes to make these games go up. We, you've heard us say it before. the The cost of the games themselves is going to go up. So. It's only it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when uh and what that means for me going forward as a gamer is that i'm gonna be very even more picky than i already am when it comes to buying a game day one i know cameras are cameras just starting to get down that i called i started calling myself a quality gamer uh about a year or two ago right and not just being like a quality gamer and like i'm only gonna buy this because i feel like it I'm only gonna buy stuff that I really believe in, that I Absolutely. really think is gonna be really good and really entertaining. Yeah. If I think something's gonna be really good, but I'm not super into it, like I'll give an example, Ghost of Tsushima. That game looks amazing. Yeah. Looks great. I am sure it's almost perfect. It is not a game that I am like needing to play right now. Absolutely. And I'll probably play it when it goes on sale. But that doesn't mean it's a great game. It just means I'm not gonna get it right now. And that's fine. Same here. Yeah. I don't I don't need to get it right now. I mean, what like Last of Us 2 was kind of that last yeah. I got to get it time, day 1 there'll thing. Be time to, there'll be time to fight about it in Black Friday where you hope you don't get coughed on to just get a piece. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there'll, be, there'll be time. Yeah. There'll be time. There'll be time, you know. So, I mean, I and then I got a whole bunch of other games that I want to play before it goes to Shishima. I want to play uh, you know, going into our final topic, uh I want to play Mafia, the definitive edition, before I get before I play Ghost of Tsushima, and because because Rums, again, yeah, that's the only problem. But again, before we get into the Mafia uh, final topic for the for this evening, I just want to say that there's uh, Cyberpunk comes out November, and for now, for now, now there's there's just other game there's like mafia is the last kind of game i want to play before cyberpunk um didn't it get bumped to september mafia yeah yeah, yeah. it got bumped to september so that's what i mean that's kind of that's kind of going to be the next game i like play through to uh before cyberpunk um because when i when cyberpunk comes out i i told malcolm this i'm 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 going to be streaming that eight hours straight um it's 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 i'm gonna at least try to i mean i did six hours with last of us part two when that first came out uh so i'm gonna try and do eight hours uh with with cyberpunk um but mafia the definitive edition is gonna be probably the last game i play actually it'll probably be the uh, mafia and cyberpunk will be the last games i play for this generation um and then i'll move on to either getting a ps5 or just upgrading my pc but um uh yeah mafia the last topic is talking about the mafia definitive edition uh recent gameplay reveal that came out uh a week ago and 
you know what, what what can i say i mean if you've seen the trailers if you've seen um if you've seen the gameplay reveal i mean it just it graphically it looks incredible it looks so incredible uh the only critique that me and malcolm had really um was the camera when you aim when you aim apparently the camera's very zoomed in on like the gun to where you can barely see like the character who's shooting yeah she like you see like half his face yeah you see like half his face and i just i wish that they would have just zoomed out just a little bit um and if not i mean i guess like and that's what, something that can be fixable yeah so that's not even i'm not super concerned i mean if they keep it i'll just hit fire i can live with that right you know, I'm that's confident in my aiming. Yeah, I don't know about camera, but I'm confident in my aiming. <laughs> well, if you if you go by um my Halo Three, uh, uh, game Halo Three, Halo Reach, yeah, ten to one. Oh this my god, that, what does t- ten to one have to do with <laughs> aiming? God damn it! No, anyways, back to Mafia. Um, you know the game the gameplay looks solid. Um, gameplay solid. Game is beautiful voice acting is great yeah. the the reenactments of the scenes look phenomenal what they've done to the environment in the rain and the way it, the rain soaks the the coats the shit where, looks next gen like this it isn't yeah it's basically next gen and it's not even confirmed from next gen looks great yep uh i can't wait to do uh they were like not nascar but like Back in the 40s and 50s, they had like NASCAR racing. racing events. Yeah, they're bringing that back to this game, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited to do that more than anything. Uh, I mean, I the game is just perfect. I think someone was, uh, they were looking at a remastered game. Uh, no, the uh, the Insane Trilogy, right? Right. They were basically saying that an A plus remaster for a B plus game. So that means they go above and beyond in the remaster. That mm-hmm. it can actually bump up a score to a game. Oh yeah. So I think that's a big deal, and I think that's what's happening with this game, especially because they went back and really changed the uh, the structure of the missions because of the issues with, um, unfortunately, with uh, the third game. Yeah. And I'm just excited to see how it goes. I, it's one of the weird things because I, pre-ordering it doesn't really mean anything. So, like, there's no reason to pre-order it. Right. And the big issue is if you buy it on PC, you can only buy... Uh, you actually have to wait for all the other games. Oh, shit. At least at least if you buy it on Epic. I'm not 100% sure on Steam. Right. Uh, and it's the most expensive of all three of the games. It's 40 Yeah. But it's worth it. I mean, you look at this game, it's worth the $40 that they're Well, it's worth the for. 40 but if I'm going to pay the 40 I'm going to want to. Right sequel and then that's 60 right there and you and me both already have the third one right so unfortunately this is one of the few times where i feel like if i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it for pc oh really so you've decided pc i have not fully decided but it makes the most sense and Mm. it'll look the best if i'm being honest yeah especially on my ultra rod i can't wait to see that shit i know that when i finish the game because by the way the, the the other critique we have is that the game is only 20 missions and that doesn't that's Plus, not a lot to yeah us. it's 20 missions and that's not a lot but i i'll be honest i don't think i actually really played through the first one i thought i did i don't i'm not 100 percent sure i did right but 
maybe the game wasn't that long to begin with. Yeah, the, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying too. Like maybe right? it just wasn't that long. But to I'm begin assuming with. because they've also added new content to the game to, to you know to modernize it or whatever. So or to to make it feel uh, more at home to like right. newer generation of games. So maybe they're longer than they used to be. So I mean, I'm just hoping for a twenty to twenty or. Maybe 20 hours is asking too much. I'm hoping for at least the 15. You'll probably get 15, and hopefully they got a lot of... Hopefully they got side missions that you can do, oh, too. Oh, there's definitely can, side missions. Yeah, that can expand yeah. upon, you know, make the game a little bit longer. Uh, because they did say that this game is... Because the huge complaint about Mafia 3 was that there was no mission variety and everything was nope. the same. So this game is definitely going to have mission variety. It's it's uh, No mission is going to feel the same. It's going to... It's gonna have you do new things uh, in different missions, so that's a always a plus. So I'm definitely looking forward to Mafia: The Definitive Edition. Um, I'll definitely be streaming that because um, we are huge Mafia fans um, across all of them, and then I probably will buy Mafia too because after I play this, I'm gonna want to play the second one because the, the 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 ending of this game. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it leads right into um, Mafia Two. So. Um, you know, I'll definitely, definitely have to get my hands on that. Um, I think that with Mafia, with the whole Mafia trilogy, this is like the end of like an era. And then what they're going to do is make another Mafia game. But like they'll revisit the Mafia series. But when they do, it'll take place separate from like this universe and they'll start fresh. I think that's what will happen. And they'll tell like a new series of stories. Um which is fine, which is fine, which is cool. I just hope they keep it in that 30s, 40s era, you know? Um, yeah. You know, I, I would love to have some DLC in like a moth in one of these mafia games where you play as like bank robbers or something like, like getting able to, getting able to play as John Dillinger or, or Pretty Boy Floyd or, or Bonnie and Clyde. Like, imagine that, you know? Imagine playing a oh, game. Insane, yeah. Imagine playing like some kind of mafia game where the, the, the DLC you're you're a part of their crew like you're playing as like your own character but you interact with all these different crews and 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 um and uh iconic iconic people in history i think that that'll be pretty dope but um but yeah oh, definitely I'm, excited. I'm actually surprised there's not been a bonnie and clyde game period like that's actually been surprising yeah well i mean you never know i mean never say never i mean well uh, not yet it's what i mean yeah i mean that was a huge era yeah, that was a huge era for bank robbing and, and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we'll see. But anyways, guys, that is the podcast um, for today. We hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to our thoughts on the recent news and rumors. And, um, you know, also, before we go, we want to remind you guys that, again, we we will be giving you guys uh, an episode per week. So, you know, uh, be looking for that on Spotify, Anchor, and be expecting that on all the different platforms that uh, the podcast is available on. Um, we will be trying to get out get out of uh, an episode of a podcast at least once a week so we can stay consistent uh, throughout all of this. And um, any closing uh, thoughts, Malcolm, before we end the uh, episode today? Absolutely. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, as Cameron said, we will make sure we get you an episode a week at the least, if not more later down the road. And we're just, just grateful for the road and glad and hope everyone's doing well with the pandemic. 
everyone's okay yeah. and no that's it man just be good yeah and stay safe I can't out wait there. to continue the gaming journey really absolutely we're definitely going to keep this gaming journey rolling and don't forget to follow us at jones bro six on twitter and then check us out on on uh, twitch where we're going to be playing some halo and some far cry uh five uh in the coming days um you know follow me on normac 220 on twitch you can look me up on there um and yeah just stay safe out there guys i mean i know the world's crazy right now but that's why we're doing this uh, but among other reasons we like to talk about games but we also want to help you guys not think of like anything negative that's going on in the world we want to try and add some positivity to uh, your life and your day and hopefully we have done that with uh with our podcast anyways guys i want to thank you so much for watching and be sure to stay tuned for our next episode in a week and thank you guys for watching so much we hope you guys have a great week and a great weekend